Welcome to the Boston Rob Show. I am him, Boston Rob. If you haven't hit subscribe, what are you waiting for? Hit subscribe on the podcast and leave it with a five-star rating. It's real easy. I'll explain that at the end. But let me just say this. Are you keeping up with OJ Simpson on Twitter? He releases a video weekly. And it's not like a produced video. I'm talking about selfie mode video, him telling you his thoughts on current events. And he does this weekly. If you're obsessed with the Netflix documentary style serial killer shows, you're going to love this. Not saying that they have a big tie in together or anything, allegedly, but it's just fascinating. OJ tells you his thoughts and stuff. Plus, he's got one of the creepiest laughs ever. Well, you're in luck. Because we're going to start off the podcast catching up with O.J. Simpson. And I think he says some stuff that I like. I might have to steal from O.J. Because uh, I think he's got some good catchphrases. What a week. (laughs) Here's O.J. Hey, Twitter world. Yours truly. Well, it's been quite a week, (laughs) you know. uh, I've been getting a lot of questions on Twitter and on the streets. uh, What did I think about the impeachment situation? And... Well, my attitude was, uh, it was unfortunate our country had to go to it, through it, rather. Uh, And I'm a glass half full guy, so I thought the good part. He's definitely a glass. If if the glove don't fit, the glass is half full. I think that was the phrase back in the 90s. It was, young people got to see how our government works. Um, Also, uh, I was kind of proud that we... To know that we got uh, dedicated government employees out there will keep an eye on things for us. As far as- now that's weird for him to say. He's proud that there are people ready to snitch. Hmm. The outcome is concerned. Like it or not, it's over. I've had some uh, verdicts that I haven't liked in my life. But something very uncomfortable about that laugh. I just want to point that out. And w- what verdicts, OJ? Go on. <laughs> I tried to honor it, make the most of it, and move on, and that's what I think we should do now. Uh, the other thing is this Kobe Bryant, uh, Gail King thing. Uh, I'm not the most objective guy when it comes to Gail, Gail King. Uh, do you? Or women in general. Sorry, that was me, not OJ. This batch on national TV, she made a comment that it was inappropriate for me to be visiting my ex-wife grave, something that me, my uh, family, and... Well, hold on, hold on. So she gave an opinion, but are we all cool with that opinion? <laughs> I feel like looking around the room going, everybody cool with that? Yeah, except for OJ? Okay. Uh, friends on special occasions and birthdays and Christmas and stuff had done for years, and I couldn't understand why it was any of her business and why she would say that on national TV. Well, just so OJ knows, um, he's a public figure he led a chase down, was it the 405 and a white Bronco? So, yeah, there's been a lot of stuff said publicly about OJ. So, I don't know if he doesn't know this. Um, but, yeah, people are probably going to make commentary when uh, your life and wife and circumstances have been uh, national news stories. But, you know, OJ doesn't understand that. So, let's, let's let him continue on in his bias against Gail. Uh, I know this thing about Kobe. She's going to claim journalistic integrity. whole lot of people got journalistic integrity didn't feel that this was the right time to do that. Uh, there will be plenty of time in the future to bring up all aspects of Kobe's life. Right now, we should be celebrating the greatness of Kobe Bryant. God bless Kobe and his family. I'm just saying, 
Take care. I'm just saying. I like that one. I like yours truly. I might open up Welcome to the Boston Rob Show is yours truly, not O.J. Simpson with his catchphrase. Um, He does say that in quite a few videos, so if you don't keep up with him, I highly suggest it. It's like, you know, like keeping up with the Simpsons. You just get to find out his thought on stuff. And, um, you know, I feel like that was like trying to gain some popularity points, O.J. making that point. Because really, is everybody going to be okay if Gail did this in a month from now? Is everybody going to be okay if Gail brings up the rape charges against Kobe in a month, in two months? Or is everybody going to be still upset? I think it's part of the grieving process. Anger might be the next step. I don't know. I had to read like that grieving for dummies book to get through my grieving. I am not the person to ask about this stuff. But I don't understand why so many people are upset. And there's quite a few very popular people that are pissed. Let me now take you to another person I follow, Snoop Dogg. And I've said this many times on the podcast. I really, really like when his opinions and mine align. But he had some gnarly commentary for Gail King after her interview with Lisa Leslie of the WNBA. And asking... In case you don't know, this is like the hot viral thing happening right now. Gail King interviewed Lisa Leslie talking about Kobe Bryant, asked uh, what she thought, if it tarnishes the legacy, if it if it changes anything for a woman, uh, from a woman's opinion on Kobe Bryant and the charges. And Lisa Leslie kind of was like, well, everything was dropped. And Gail had to point out, well, no, it wasn't dropped. It was taken out of court because the girl wouldn't testify and there was a undisclosed settlement, a payout. Um, so yeah, it really didn't, <laughs> I mean, it disappeared, but it really wasn't like, oh, he was freed. Cause I think Lisa Leslie says, well, it went to trial and they went, oh no, no, it didn't. Gail was doing it. I thought super respectfully, I guess it was too close to the tragedy. And let me say this too, as a dad, especially I was, ha- I'm still heartbroken over what happened to Kobe and his daughter. The Kobe part, definite tragedy, no doubt, sad, uh, total for days. I was in like this total shock over it. But what it really was for me was like there were three kids on that helicopter. And as a dad, that was just heartbreaking. Even before I was podcasting, I was sitting texting with a friend and just holding my son, just kissing his head, you know, thanking God that I got a kid that I can hug and hold and love and and be there with because something like that is, as a parent, I don't know how you survive that. But Kobe part's tragic too. Um, Then we get a little bit away from it and you start to ask, you know, does this affect his legacy? I know he helped a ton of people, but I feel like some journalists still get asked this question. Gail King, you would have figured she'd be the one to do it with the most respect. She's so revered in the journalism industry, I feel like, in everything I've seen of her. And I watch her show every single morning. She's always doing things with class. But this uh, is what Snoop Dogg took to Instagram to say, in case you don't follow Snoop. Out of pocket for that shit. Way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? I swear to God, we the worst. He's talking to Gail. We the fucking worst. We expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why y'all attacking us? We your people. 
You ain't coming after fucking Harvey Weinstein asking them dumbass questions. Oh, and explicit I lyrics. Sick of y'all. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call him one? Funky dog head bitch. Oh, How dare you try to tarnish my motherfucking homeboy's reputation, punk motherfucker? Oh, Respect the family and back off, bitch, before we come get you. Oh, wow. So I feel like. I, I mean, in my head, I heard the beginning to What's My Name starting up. I don't know if anybody else heard that, but when Snoop talks, it just sounds like he's starting a record. I don't know. He's good. He's good. Even though he was like totally dissing Gail King, who I love, um, and he makes a good point on the Harvey Weinstein stuff, if that's a point to be made at all during what's happening. Um, it's hard for me to say because I don't know. I know he's been posting on Instagram all these photos of Gail and Harvey and Oprah and Harvey. And yeah, that's scummy. And they should be condemning him and saying, F this dude. And if they haven't, then that's horrible. But I know Gail's interviewed Oprah and they've interviewed survivors and supported the Me Too movement. So I don't think she's against it, like Snoop's kind of saying, or supporting Harvey. That would be news if... Gail King and Oprah were supporting Harvey Weinstein. So I don't know if those actually relate, but Snoop just might be angry. Part of the grieving process, because I don't think this was as big as people are making it. And Team DL, DL Hughley. Is that how you say it? Hugly? Hughley? DL Hughley. Got the cool hat, the shades. I love that dude. He's coming to the studio when I was working on radio. He had a magical presence. When he came in, you felt his vibe, his energy. He walks with a swagger. That man is interesting to talk to. So I follow him on Instagram, and he's posting the same stuff Snoop's posting. Name calling, Harvey Weinstein supporting this, that, the other thing. He should not have brought up that question. But would it really be appropriate to do it at any later date or would you still be as mad maybe a later date you probably wouldn't be paying attention because you'd be in the, not in the grieving process um i understand that you know somebody feels like they're sticking up for maybe his family but was it really like was she really trying to tarnish or put a black cloud over his legacy i i've heard her talk about kobe and the tragedy and and the amazing stuff he's done and cbs news has gone out of their way to make this coverage as as long as it can last so i don't know if she was really taking so much of a swipe at him as people think in fact it kind of bummed me out that this is like the thing that people are getting pissed over that she asked this question and clarified the question so everybody knew it's a thing that happened I mean, if you're pissed that she asked the question, are you pissed that it happened to? Are you for the survivors? I don't know. This is it's, it gets into some funky territory once you start digging underneath the surface. But I'll just say this. It didn't bug me like it's bugging Snoop and DL. Is there something wrong with me? <laughs> Should I be more pissed? I also thought that, you know, that she interviewed Lisa Loeb, um, not Lisa Leslie. So I, I, I'm just all kinds of confused i don't have my dad notes i've been i mean my <laughs> i don't have my podcast notes as i was gonna say i've been dadding pretty hardcore so i don't feel like i'm as on point and maybe i should be more upset but i also just watched gail king on Jesus and Merrill on showtime and she seems like a very classy respectful woman i don't think i think if people are taking it in a certain way they might be miss 
misunderstanding the way she was asking it. Because I think it was proper for Gail to be the one asking that question out of anybody else. I couldn't imagine Tony DeCopel trying to ask that question to Lisa Leslie or Lisa Loeb, as I called her at one point this week. Which, we all know Lisa Loeb, isn't she the you say girl? And you say you made a rape allegation. But I mean, I could see Gail King asking Lisa Loeb that if she had a new album coming out. All right, listen, I got to travel in seven days and I'm absolutely terrified. So I got to document this on the podcast. If you don't know, there's an epidemic happening. Coronavirus, or as I call it, the woo pox. You don't want the woo pox. No, you don't. Um, it is not a pandemic yet. And if you don't know the difference between those two, I'll, I'll clarify in the next part of the podcast. Um, and I said, I'm going to wear a face mask, but I've so, so far talked to a nurse and a doctor and they both looked at me like you're friggin' ridiculous for getting these face masks and hoarding them in your office. You don't need them when you fly. Here's the things to do when you do fly and you have nothing to worry about. There are only 11 confirmed cases in the U S no deaths just 11 confirmed cases. They did tell me I should be much more terrified of this kind of virus that is out there right now um, and kind of looked at me like I was a buffoon. (laughs) I'll tell you about all of it next on the Boston Rob Show. Don't forget, if you could hit subscribe, this podcast only grows grassroots, only grows with you telling a friend about it, subscribing to the podcast, leaving a rating. It's so easy to do. If you're listening on iTunes, you scroll to the bottom of the Boston Rob Show page, you click all five stars. It leaves the podcast with a five-star rating. You can leave a review. I see you people have been doing it, so I thank you so much. I would hug you. I would not shake your hand because I don't want those germs, but i give you a hug. Um, Oh, and I'll talk about where I'm traveling next. Don't forget, leave a review, hit subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on social, do everything you can. This grassroots thing, it's this grassroots podcast is the only one supported by fake Bernie Sanders. That was a horrible accident. I should not have jumped into that. I need more prep time. All right. Boston Rob Show will be back in one second. Peace. Welcome back. I know it was only a short break, but those commercials are important. Uh, You know what? You probably just heard me talking about Anchor. And the funny thing is, is like I do that commercial on the podcast, but in real life, I've suggested that to so many people that I know that I find interesting that I think have a voice. So I don't want to make this commercial extended through the podcast, but I truly believe it. Um, So when I say like, hey, if you think you got a unique take on something, start a podcast. It's easy. It's free. I mean that. Download the Anchor app um, if you're listening on iTunes. If you listen on Anchor, you know how rad this app is. Um, So I don't want to continue on blabbering about this, but I might be helping produce a couple podcasts by people that are very, very smart, very, very opinionated, very, very interesting. Um, So I mean what I say and I say what I mean. Rob, I am. Am I Rob? (laughs) All right. um, So listen, I got to travel to San Diego on Friday. I am terrified. I am not scared of flying. I am not scared to travel. I am terrified of the woo pox, the coronavirus that is yet to be unnamed. And I found that out that the coronavirus actually isn't in the name of it. It's a category of viruses that have a spiky crown shape on the top of their 
thingy. I don't know what you would call it. There's cell structure or whatever. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Um, and the reason I say that is because if you see this viral post going around right now about how Clorox wipes eradicates coronavirus, that is just meaning a, a version of this virus that the government didn't already know about this. There isn't some conspiracy what people are spreading around online. Because if you go, if you have Clorox or Lysol wipes at home, you'll see it says it kills the coronavirus. So people were freaking out thinking it's a conspiracy. But the truth is, in more reading and talking to doctors like I have been, um, it's just the name of the strain, if you will, for my weed folk. <laughs> That's why I think we should call it the Woopox. I think that should be its official name. Um, so that's what I'm terrified of. I'm terrified of the Woopox, even though only 11 people have it in the US. I think this incubation time, they're saying 14 days before you show symptoms and you can spread it before you show symptoms, which means it's asymptomatic. I learned that from Dr. Mike on YouTube. <laughs> Watch a lot of YouTube, man. There's a lot of good content out there. Um, I don't even know if he's a real doctor. I would assume he is from his profile pic, but he could just be some hobo with no pants on that has a doctor's looking shirt on YouTube spreading misinformation. But from everything I've double checked and researched that he told me, he was correct. Like an epidemic, just so you know, and that's what this is right now. This is an epidemic, means it's a outbreak of a disease that's affecting a few communities. So the Wuhan city, the, the county that that's in, you know, China's getting locked down. When it turns into a pandemic, that means this epidemic has gone worldwide. That's the difference. A pandemic just means the whole world is being affected by it. Um, that's when we should really start to worry, or at least I'll really start to worry. But it just so happens that my travel falls on the point of this being officially an epidemic, maybe a pandemic, and a lot of hype around something that people are scared of. I'm one of those scared people. I have a stockpile of face masks. I was thinking of even putting some up on eBay, saying coronavirus free, no woo pox, will ship immediately, will ship internationally. <laughs> I know this is shortage. It's a crazy how this shortage of face masks is leaving hospitals without them. Um, and those are the people that really, really need them. And from what I've learned from doctors that I've spoken to is the face mask is for sick people to wear not for healthy people to wear. So when I was telling them like, hey, what else should I be doing to prepare for my trip to San Diego? They were like, wash your hands, don't shake hands, bring the uh, sanitizer. And I was like, yeah, but I got a bunch of face masks. I got a stockpile of them. They were like, are you sick? <laughs> I was like, no, they were like, usually sick people wear those to keep their germs in when they're coughing, sneezing, wiping their face, all that. So it's not so much for healthy people. Although I do believe it can still help you from touching your nose or mouth or, you know, if you have this thing where your hands are touching your face all the time. I also got a great recommendation from a doc to say, when you got to wipe your face, if you got to itch, do it with your, the crevasse of your elbow. What is the interior of your elbow called? Your elbow valley? I don't know what the proper name for it is. I'm not a doctor. I'm not Dr. Mike on YouTube, but wipe it with that. 
do the inside of the elbow, do your uh, bicep, use your bicep to wipe your face. All good information, but that doesn't stop me from being terrified to fly to San Diego. Now, why am I flying to San Diego? The show I was on is doing their 10th anniversary show. I was with them for six of those years. Um, I'm going to go out, hopefully crack some jokes. If you're a listener of the podcast and you're in San Diego, go to the show, get tickets. I'm not getting paid to go. They are flying me out there. Um, I wonder if they're getting paid. If they're getting paid, I better get a cut. I wonder if they're passing around a tip hat. Maybe that's what I'll do with the show. But uh, they're selling out a 5,000-seat stadium theater. It wouldn't be a stadium. Smallest stadium ever. (laughs) That's what I want to do. I want to start, create a stadium that only seats 5,000 people. Still be a stadium, just very small. Um, And they're going to do a show. So I'm coming out for that. I don't want to miss that. I think it'll be really fun. Uh, maybe get to meet some listeners to the podcast, but gosh darn, does it really have to happen at the outbreak of Wupox? Because I'm going to look like a crazy person. I still may just wear the face mask just to keep people effing away from me. Cause that's the other thing. You don't know who's sick, who's not sick. If, if the incubation time is really what's terrifying me, that people aren't showing symptoms for two weeks. And then we learn that two weeks later, they're sick. But anyone they came into contact with could have gotten sick. So this thing could potentially, and that's really what's terrifying, is that they're saying we won't know for a little bit of time the real numbers of this outbreak and if it should be a pandemic. And I'm going, gosh, dang, you know they don't clean those airplanes. You know airports are filthy. Like, that's nice that they're scanning people's temperature at airports. But really, it's like it's the duty. And this is why the people who clean up places, the janitors, the custodial arts uh, people are so important because them scrubbing that place with Lysol every night is like, that's what's going to keep America from getting woo pox everywhere. So make sure you thank a janitor today. <laughs> I got it. That's the other thing I got to bring Lysol wipes. Listen, if you have any recommendations, hit me up on social media. If you got to travel too, and you know, some tricks, tricks of the trade. I'm hoping that if I do wear a face mask, people will be scared and think I'm sick. So keep their distance that way. You know, I just don't don't have to talk or be near people. I'm hoping my flight isn't too filled up. Um, And then other than that, I just got to watch out what I touch. You know, I got to think of a sly way to wear gloves. Because if I was coming back to Boston, you could have gloves on and people be like, oh, yeah, it's cold there. But going to San Diego, wearing gloves and a ski mask and all that, people are going to think you're weird. So I don't know. I'm terrified. I don't want to do this trip because this Wupox thing. But I'm excited to go and crack jokes in front of an audience again. Uh, I'm hoping to meet up with some other people at some other radio stations uh, to talk about how things are going in that world. I'm hoping to get back into radio. Listen, I love podcasting. I'm going to podcast if I get a job or not. This podcast is forever. The Boston Rob show. Even if I join another show, I'm keeping my Boston Rob show. I'm hoping to get my own show. Uh, But, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be against working in radio. Radio is still fun. And that's why I chose to go back out to San Diego because there's nothing like riffing with funny people. And there are fun people on the show. Um, and doing that thing that I did for so long in my life. God, I feel like I grew up on air out there. 
Um, so we learned what an epidemic is, what a pandemic is, that the coronavirus isn't its real name. Uh, what else did we learn today? Quite a few things. So take that knowledge and go off into the world, my friends. Destiny is all. This is the end of the Boston Rob Show for this episode. Make sure you hit subscribe. Like I said, when you finish listening, scroll all the way bottom to the bottom of the Boston Rob Show page on iTunes. Click all five stars. It leaves the five star uh, leaves the podcast with a five star rating. I thank you so much. Much love. Spread love. Destiny is all. And what a week it's been from yours truly, Boston Rob. Peace.